Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. A lot to get to, but real quick, if you haven't done so already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And don't forget, today's episode is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. Like I said, a ton to get to. Can't wait to jump into these headlines. I, I saw this and I'm like, I have to, you know, put this in the podcast. I have to. Because that's what my life is. Everything is is potential content. So I'm outside yesterday with the family, just hanging out. The kids are running around playing. Neighbors outside. And then my wife and I are on the front porch, you know, sitting in some some chairs, just relaxing. And then one of the neighbors from up the street, he's I don't I don't know where he's from, but he. he he kind. I said one time I asked him if he was from Russia, and he's like, "No, no, fuck Russia." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, okay." I don't, I don't. And I can't remember where he said he's from, but he has a very thick accent. Friendly guy, but he's notorious for walking around the neighborhood in just a speedo, or you know, with a shirt off. It's just, and he's in decent shape, but he's. I want to say he's like eighty something years old, right? So yesterday, he he walks by, and he's walking his dog. And then he ends up coming back to go back to his house because he's done walking wherever. But he's just like, he has his, he has no shirt on underneath his jacket, but he's basically had his jacket slid down to midway through his back. So it looks like he's just taking his shirt off to show off his tits. That's what it was. <laughs> So I saw my neighbor Jeff, and I'm like, "Look, look, he's showing your, t- he's showing his titties to you." <laughs> Basically, oh, I just hiccup it again. God damn it! But it was hilarious because the guy's the guy's friendly as can be, but you know, come on, you just gotta be careful, buddy. And with those things flopping around like that, you're not a young man anymore. So uh, just be cautious. Just be cautious, my friend. <laughs> Oh, I can't. Oh, I better not get the hiccups. Better not. I better go away. Anyway, do you guys have a weird neighbor? Like, he's not hurting anybody. It's just bizarre. It, it, and like I said, super nice dude. Just you don't know what you're going to get on a particular day. Oh, look, there he is. He's wearing a banana hammock. Oh, classic. Classic that fella. He's all, watch out. Or I will get you with my giant... Oh, I'm just kidding. You thought I was going to say Wiener, but I didn't. Real quick, side note. That used to be my ongoing bit when I worked at the radio station is I would do a Russian accent, and it would always start off like a a real attempt to do a Russian accent. Then I would always break into, I'm just kidding. And I had people from Russia emailing me and texting into the show threatening to kick my ass so yeah it's a joke bro have you ever heard my my irish accent well looky here i'm always looking for me lucky charms oh so did you know you could put a pint of beer in there and drink it up as you get your lucky charms on they're magically delicious that's that's my irish accent don't have any irish people texting me and going i'm gonna fucking kill you Huh? Next time I see, I'm gonna pop you right in the nose. You know why? Because they're drunk, and two, they just don't care. Okay? <laughs> Get a sense of humor, guys. Come on. Boy, oh boy. 
<laughs> One of these days, uh, I need to just rifle through all my my random voices because I maybe I'll just do it now. Uh, uh, you know, Frenchie de Huff, because I used to do that for the French o- French Open, the tennis tournament, and I'd be like, "Hello there, it's time for another French Open update," and then I would just play like a sound bite of just the sound of people grunting and hitting a tennis ball sounds really perverted when you, when you just isolate that. I haven't got around to pulling that sound for you guys here on the podcast, but I used to do that. And then it would be like, say five to 10 seconds of that sound. And then it would be me popping back on. There you go. That was another French open update. Or sometimes I would give analysis on it and be like, so-and-so hit the ball like he was eating a bag full of crops. Uh-huh. And maybe some later action as so-and-so is on French toast. <laughs> Something stupid like that. Right? So that was Frenchie DeHuff. Aussie DeHuff's kind of easy, too. Although some people will go, hey, DeHuff, that's not an Aussie accent. That's more of a New Zealand accent. And I say, who the fuck cares, man? Christ, as long as you're drunk, who cares? We're all friends here. It's right, mate. I, I, <laughs> although it's funny, the people that say that, they're usually people not from that area of the world. It's usually like people from Denver or Oklahoma. I'm like, how the fuck do you know? You're like, oh, I've watched plenty of uh, Australian movies. Do you remember Crocodile Dundee? He didn't sound like that. Now that's a knife. Well, look at here, guys. Look at the size of my pecker. It is gigantic. That could really do some damage to a hippo, if you know what I'm saying. No, no, I don't care. <laughs> it's close enough. Close enough. Let's see. So what other voice? Then I got Mama the Huff. Hi, everybody. I ripped this voice off from Adam Sandler and one of his his comedy albums. And then I go, hey, why are you playing with your ding dong, honey? Stop it. You're going to go blind. <laughs> that That's the bit where Adam Sandler's mom, I get, I save his mom, but the character mom, they're outside and they're like, Hey, Mom, it's really hot outside. Oh, honey, why don't you sit on the edge of the pool and play with your cock and balls? Uh, no, Mom, I'm good. Okay, honey, but just remember, you got some cock and you got some balls. You might as well play with them. That's almost like word for word from that bit. That's pretty good. I, that's from, like, geez, 20, 30 years ago. That's uh, hilarious. Uh, so I got tons of random voices. And there's there's obviously Cowboy to Huff. Cowboy to Huff always looks at himself in the mirror and really gets himself pumped up along with other individuals. No matter what you're doing, and you you can always look at yourself in the mirror and go, Am I all balls in these jeans? And hell, if you are, you're ready to conquer the world. But if you can go, Am I all balls in these jeans? And if you can't say that, Shit, you in some trouble. You know, that, that was an ongoing bit. Like, everybody asked for Cowboy to Huff. And then there's Connery to Huff who likes to bang people's mothers. And that's fine. It's fine. Hey, Junior. I can call you Junior because I banged your mom last night. How's your mother? That's right. 
I can kind of do Mark Wahlberg. Hey, how's your mother? <laughs> That's all I got. Hey, hey, Tommy. I, that, now I'm fucking that up. I, I suck at that one. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of voices <laughs> that I can do. I can't remember them all. But again, the, the rich Russian was always like, hello there. This is rich Russian billionaire who owned Jersey Nets. Because that's what it was. It used to be uh, when he owned the New Jersey Nets. Then it ended up being Brooklyn Nets, whatever. Mikhail Prokhorov. And then uh, the ongoing bit was he wanted to trade for Carmelo Anthony. Then he kept accidentally calling my voicemail. And he'd be like, hello, this is owner of Jersey Nets. I wish to offer you a trade for the mellow. If you do not give me the mellow, I will break you. I'm just kidding. Oh, my gosh. You should have seen your face. You're like, oh, oh, he's going to break me. And I'm like, I must break you. And you're like, oh, no, I pee my pants. Anyway, give me a call back. Let's get the mellow over here. Anyway, I got to go feed my goat. And that's how it goes. Full circle. <laughs> you're welcome. You are welcome. That wasn't on my rundown. So you're welcome. That's a little bonus for you. But you know what is on my rundown? Jumping into those headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> A man was arrested in Las Vegas after stripping off all his clothes and dancing on the ta tables at Harris Casino. Yeah, because that seems like a good idea. Man, some people, I, I just, uh, he's probably... He's probably on drugs, and he's probably drunk off his ass. And then you mix in the fact that it's Vegas, and it's just a nonstop party. I mean, that's just bad news. And at what point do you think that he's just like, I have an idea. Let's get naked and start dancing on the tables. Why not? It does remind me of the movie uh, Old School. We're good, streaky! That's what, that's what he bends over, and he's naked. No, I'm sorry. Sorry, we're going, we're going streaking through the quad and into the gymnasium. Come on, everybody! Come on, Snoop! Snoop a loop! Snoop! No, it's cool. It's cool. I'm cool. Bring, bring your green hat. Let's go! Come on, everybody! We're going. Bring your green hat. Come on! Oh my God, that's a hilarious movie. And, and like that part where he's uh, at the very beginning. It's because he drops the microphone and he Will Ferrell is completely naked and he's trying to bend over and pick it up and his just bare butt is headed right towards the audience. So they're just getting a good look at the brown eye. <laughs> but anyway, what do you do? What What is that like for the onlookers as you're going down to Vegas, you're looking to have a good time. Next thing you know, there's some dude up on the table just who just can't handle his booze and apparently is I'm, I'm guessing listen it's not a it's not a big leap to go he's probably on drugs as well it's not because he's acting like a fucking moron but what how does how does that process in your mind i hope to god i never see that i hope to god because that's that's horrifying it's gonna be stuck in your head the rest of your life you're like i don't know if i want to go to vegas anymore why because yeah, of what happened last time Oh, my God. Snap out of it. Come on. Come back to me, Scott. Come back to me. Okay. It's not going to happen again. The likelihood of you seeing some some uh, white guy's dick just in your face while you're playing poker, it's most likely not going to happen. But it could happen. It could. 
<laughs> and I will say this. Uh, I, I'm reading the article, and another soundbite that just popped in my head is from the movie Hangover. Hey, man, what, what's going on here? Some asshole threw his bed out the window last night. Oh, shit. Yeah. Some guys just can't handle Vegas. Yeah, that guy clearly cannot handle Vegas. Holy crap. Now, that being said, in my younger days, I'd be the moron that would do that stuff. Drink too much and just be like, hey, let's just get naked and run around. <laughs> Scott, uh, maybe you shouldn't. Have you looked down there? Not too impressive. <laughs> you know who's not uh, running around butt naked? Guys with giant dongs. Guys with little dongs are running around. Be like, hey, look at me. <laughs> look, it's okay. I've accepted it. <laughs> I have a micro penis. <laughs> Where is it? What is that? Holy shit. It's like that. It, that's from the second hangover, hangover movie. When, when it, is that shiitake mushroom? <laughs> oh, and they pinch Chow's penis. Anyway, anyway, if you haven't seen the movies, you don't know what I'm talking about. And you're like, what? I'm sorry. What? Uh, a man tried to rob an Atlanta nail salon, and the crazy thing is, basically, nobody cared. He goes in there, tries to hold everybody up, and, like, maybe a few people, like, looked at him, and they're like, what are you doing? No. And then then he, he got frustrated and left, because they're like, fuck you. We just did our nails. I am not digging in my purse, you dick. That guy's obviously a moron. One, for committing a crime, and two, going into a nail salon. Do you think women are going to want to stick their hands that they just paid good money to get all fancied up and, you know, stick their hands in their purse to give them money? No. They're going to like, no. You know what? Fucking shoot me, you dick. I'm not ruining this nail job, okay? Oh, some people. What an idiot. God. I hate, I hate people that commit crimes anyway, but then to... <laughs> It is kind of funny that, like, they're like, whatever, dude. Get out of here, you fucking idiot. We don't care about you. We don't care about you and your dumb, dumb ass that doesn't want to get a real job. Okay? Fuck off. Uh, we got more coming your way, but first, we're changing the game. So help your bets stay hot this summer at Superbook Sports, the most trusted name in sports gambling with a direct line to Las Vegas. And right now, when you use the promo code MILEHIGH, you score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. So win or lose, Superbook is going to match your first bet up to $250 with that promo code MILEHIGH. So go ahead, download the Superbook Sports app, enter the promo code MILEHIGH, and you're going to get $250 courtesy of Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions, and if you got a gambling problem, Call 1-800-522-4700. Well, Taylor Swift, a.k.a. Tay-Tay, Tay-Tay is in Denver and doing some shows at Empower Field. I will not be going uh, for many reasons, but basically the main reason, I'm not a huge Tay-Tay fan. Also, I'm broke as shit. Because <laughs> you got to have some free-flowing cash to go see Taylor Swift. Somebody sent me a message. Tickets were in the thousands right now. Because you, when you first, when they first came out, 
I want to say the cheapest ticket was roughly like $600 for like one ticket. It's fucking ridiculous. And then, then like the most expensive at the time, I want to say was, uh, God, I, I, I had it written down and I accidentally deleted it, but it was like, I want to say a couple thousand dollars for front row. I am sorry. I, I don't understand the appeal of going to see Taylor Swift in concert. Everything I have read from people that go see her, I haven't seen her myself, okay? But is that she just sings the hits, which is fine, but it's mostly a dance show. And what I like is when you go to a concert, and I've said this before, is when you can tell they're singing it live because they kind of alter how they carry certain notes and maybe they change up words every now and then like that just to have some fun with the the audience and you know let the audience sing everything i've heard is she it was just nice because she played all the hits and and i'm like that's nothing special to me uh, but that being said i'm a huge garth brooks fan who is just somebody that really interacts with the audience and i think that that he is a he is a bucket list concert and when he came to Empower Field just before the pandemic, we went out there and the the people going to see him were not just country fans. We went with somebody that is a like a death metal guy. And when we and when he was with us walking in to go find our seats, he ran into one of his buddies who had this like giant ass mohawk. Like he, like you would expect him to go, like he was going to a Slayer concert or something like that. And and you're like, what the hell? And they're like, dude, I love Garth Brooks. He throws one of the best concerts you could imagine. It's just fun. And I'm like, wait, these guys, they like Garth? And I'm like, okay. So it, it's like he expands to, like he really knows how to play with the, the audience and everything I've heard about Taylor Swift. She's not necessarily a great show. Could be wrong only because I haven't seen it for myself and it's really hard to officially judge her because I haven't seen it. Now, uh, the Common Sense Institute estimated that Swift's two Denver shows are estimated to contribute right around $140 million to the Colo- to Colorado's GDP and Swifties, as they say uh, via, I believe this was Denver 7, will spend right around $200 million in those two days. So it's great for the the surrounding uh, economy to empower field. That's great. And and beyond, to be honest, if you have people traveling down from, say, Fort, uh, not Fort Collins, but like Wyoming or surrounding uh, states, it's it's helping out the economy of Colorado and and especially the Denver area. So that's good. As much as like I want to bag on Taylor Swift and the Swifties, whatever, they don't. You don't ever hear about like, well, they just cause problems. No, and and the fact that it's benefiting the community, that's good too. And so many so many companies need that extra boost, especially because a lot of companies are still trying to rebound from the COVID era. Which, believe it or not, there's still companies out there realizing, fuck, we got to start making up our money. This can help. So that's a good thing. Now, this is a quote saying there's uh, there's national data that suggests the average Taylor Swift concert goer is spending about one thousand three hundred dollars. 
for the full show experience, tickets, the travel, the food, the merchandise, the lodging. This is an incre- this is all incredibly powerful to the Denver economy. That's according to Ke- Kelly Cowfield, uh, executive director from the Common Sense Institute. The spending on tickets alone is going to generate an estimated $38 million in ticket sales, which is equal to 63% of Red Rock's total ticket sales in 2022. The iconic Colorado outdoor music venue brought in $60 million last year in ticket sales, according to the Common Sense Institute. Now, that's good and all, but here's what's annoying about that. It's because her ticket sales are through the fucking roof. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I think that, that as great as of an artist she is, singer, songwriter, Taylor Swift is, lower your fucking ticket sales. You're screwing over your fans. Yes, venues are much appreciative because they're taking in a percentage of that. But you're screwing over the your fans. There's a lot of fans that want to go, but they can't. Because it's so fucking expensive. I, I can't stand that. Can't stand that. It's great and all. But look, and she, ha- don't tell me she doesn't have the power because she has the power to lower the ticket prices, but she's being a greedy bitch about it. I'm sorry. That's a dick thing to say. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to get mad at me, all you uh, uh, Swifties out there. But wouldn't you like to actually go and not break the bank? Because I guarantee you, you go to the concert, you probably have a good time. I know some of you guys were investing in adult diapers, which only allows you to pee roughly, what did we say, like right around 10 ounces of urine. So not really a good uh, uh, purchasing decision. So you go and you you spend all that money, and then you're done. The high of the concert's over, and then you start balancing your budget, and you're like, shit. Now we, you know, we're gonna eat ramen for the rest of the month, maybe next couple months. Gotta really watch my spending. I hope it's worth it. And and that that's the thing. Like Taylor Swift, step up your game, make your concerts a little bit better. Cause I'm not hearing that you have a great concert. Everybody's just like, yeah, she plays the hits. Well, I can play the hits at home if if I'm really into it. Make a mixtape. Hey, you you got plenty of platforms that play music i can just do that right i i I just i i have a hard time justifying spending that kind of cash to see a, a concert especially one that i'm not hearing is that great so but that being said even if it was that great it's still not worth paying that kind of money it's a little bit ridiculous and if she actually did give a shit about her fans, she would fight to lower the cost. Sorry. We're all struggling, especially because, like I was saying earlier, because a lot of people are still trying to recover from the pandemic. I know that it's been basically over for a couple of years now, but you know we're all still trying to recover from that. And here you are making a fuck ton of money off of us, if you're if you're a Swifty, and, and you're just like yeah, let's just jack up the prices, it's fine. No, fuck that, man, fuck that. You lower the fucking prices. I I can't stand that. Can't stand that. Cheap seat uh, 
upper deck. Uh, this is what, according to the cheap, sorry, I don't know why I said cheap seat. The cheapest available upper deck uh, tickets for both Denver shows start, this was as of two days ago, were starting at $812, with the most expensive capping out at $4,275. Mid-level seats range from $1,192 to $4,275. Lower level seats, $1,026 to $22,000. Holy shit, floor seats range from $2,009 as high as $17,831. I get it. You got to you got to pay for the venue, you got to pay for as far as Taylor Swift goes, you got to pay the employees all that shit, but don't don't tell me that that's a logical price range. That's ridiculous. Now in comparison, the NBA Finals games in Denver ranged from $680 for upper upper level to just under $6,000 for courtside tickets. Which would you rather spend a couple thousand dollars on? I'm saying NBA Finals, not Taylor Swift. Sorry. I'm just not a Taylor Swift concert fan. I appreciate what she does. She She's a fantastic songwriter. Maybe she'll write a song about me, how I'm a dick, and I have a shitty podcast. I don't know. I don't know. Taylor, write about me. Write about me, you bitch, and lower your tickets. I shouldn't call her a bitch. I don't know her. It's just I'm using harsh words to describe her, which I shouldn't. But when you look at it, when you separate her and just look at her concert as an entity, it's, it's, it's a dick move. It's a dick move. Right. The fourth annual treasure hunt is going on in Utah. This is kind of a cool thing. I talked about it last year, I want to say. A treasure chest filled with $25,000 in cash has been reportedly hidden somewhere in Utah, and it's up for grabs for anyone to find it. The founders of the Utah Treasure Hunt event, David Klein and John Maxim, released a poem as its first clue for this year's hunt that began on May 26th. And by the way, nobody's found it as of right now. All right, here's the first clue. Begin your search where time was transcended. Crack open the books. They're independent. Interpendent. Excuse me. That's a weird word. Lift up your eyes and look for the mark. Hike to the tree that stands with no bark. Past the grain tower that looks out to the west. Not more than an hour, you'll know by its crest. Look down at your map not to wander with thirst. Remember two less than on top of the first. Now you're close where it's time to frown. What points toward heaven? But it is it upside down? Get off the road at the airplane without wings. Search for the shoulder with fortune with bring. Oh, my God. How about you just say it's two clicks this way, two clicks that way, go this way, go at the fork of the road. Anyway, so I, I, I think that that's cool that they do this. If you want more information, go to utahtreasurehunts.com. I think that's a neat thing that they do, and, and it's an annual thing. And... It's cool. It gets people out and about, you know, instead of being in, you know, in front of your computer all day and working. And if you want to earn $25,000, go out there and try to find it. But it does make me think of one of the greatest movies of all time. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Somebody called Nick Cage. 
because we're going to get that treasure. And I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Boom! Wow, Nick Cage is on the hunt for the treasure. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, would you guys ever do that? Go on a treasure hunt? I guess if, you, if you're an outdoors person, this would be fun to do. And if you're great with puzzles, that would be great, too. I just, I, I'm neither of those things. <laughs> so I'd be like, man, I'm good. I'll just, uh, and what's funny, I guess not really funny, what, what's nice what they, what they do is when you go on the hunt based on the clues, you're never going to be put in a dangerous situation. They always make sure that you're not near any big-time cliffs or anything that where you could die. So they're uh, allegedly really conscious about that. So that's kind of cool. Again, go check them out at Utah Treasure Hunts, with an S at the end, Dot com and see more about it and maybe you go out there and you find it if you find it or if you're on the hunt you got to let me know let me know how it's going and if you win it you got to buy me a beer at the very least okay or a bottle of whiskey okay you're welcome you're welcome in advance if you find it to huff uncensored at gmail.com or hit me up on my socials at to huff podcast Thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. Truly appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Share it with your friends if you're able. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado. You guys are amazing. Make sure you use that promo code MILEHIGH. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.